Hey, welcome to Snooze Group. My name is Ryan. And my name's Darren. I hope today that you find this episode soothing, relaxing, and that it helps you fall into a restful slumber. <laughs> That's a big hope. <laughs> if not, listen to another. And another. Eventually, you will fall asleep. <laughs> Go into a coma. <laughs> Maybe find a just just find a different podcast to listen to. <laughs> Dude, don't tell them that. <laughs> okay, We're trying to build our listenership. We are. Yep. Yep. Speaking of listenership, I've discovered listening back over these podcasts a problem. Really? It's a big problem. Hmm. I'm a horrible listener. <laughs> the amount of times I interrupt you or just plain talk right over you. It's terrible. <laughs> and it's the kind of thing that you don't notice until you listen to a recording of yourself. And I have to say, Ryan, you are one patient guy. I just thought you had a hearing problem. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, he didn't hear me. Oh, I'd I'd start saying something and then you'd start talking like, oh, there, he didn't hear me again. So I'll wait. There's a break. I'll say something. Oh, he started talking again. So I guess he can't hear me. (laughs) It's like, well, so I feel really badly about that. <laughs> well, and it makes me wonder, like, it's probably not just you uh, that has fallen everybody. victim to my <laughs> lack of attentiveness. So, so what you're saying is, it's not a hearing problem; it's a caring problem. <laughs> like Carolyn oh this person's gonna say something and i don't care <laughs> <laughs> that is actually i what? can honestly say that is a feeling i get frequently <laughs> what? What, what about carol she uh saw a t-shirt that she wanted to buy for me once never actually committed to buying it and i think it said i've been told i'm not a good listener or something like that <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that about sums it up. Well, um, I actually looked into it. Okay. Can I share a little bit about it? Go right ahead. You're such a good listener. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> I looked at a few articles. There's actually a lot, a lot of stuff written about being a better listener. And I'll admit, I didn't go really heavy into research. This was like one of the top links. I didn't like go digging through a whole bunch. Uh, And this one was uh, saying six ways to become a better listener from fastcompany.com. It says humans have an average. This is average. I guarantee I'm below average. (laughs) (laughs) Humans have an average eight second attention span. Okay. 
I'm thinking I'm more at the two to three second range. <laughs> you know how we had people bail on our podcast after two seconds and then another one bail at six seconds? Yeah. Maybe that was me. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> screw this. <laughs> what was I doing? Was I listening to a podcast? I don't Don't remember. <laughs> says ever zone out while someone is talking ever how about how often do you not zone out while someone is talking do you zone out a lot when people are talking ryan when i i notice i don't know if it's a lot but every once in a while especially if there's um something going on in the background behind me that i can hear my eyes kind of stare through the person and then they refocus on the person's eyes that are talking to me. And I'm thinking, can I guess what they just said to me? <laughs> because sometimes you go, Oh yeah. And it was like the completely the wrong answer. <laughs> it's like picking up a TV show 20 minutes in and trying to figure out what the plot was like, prior to that. Okay. 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 I really, should, I really should have been paying attention. They're looking at me like they asked me a question. Oh no! <laughs> no, I I experience that frequently, where I'm like, "What was this person talking about again?" I do I do experience that a lot. I I know that my attention span is is not great, and uh, you know it is true. I don't think it's a hearing problem. It's it's an attention problem. I wouldn't say it's a caring problem. That's maybe a little harsh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you need like Ridlin <laughs> keep your brain from Great. Fiddlin <laughs> I'll just uh, I don't know. I'll just think about it more so I read this article and it has all these tips it okay. says why listening is critical and it talks about reasons that it would be worthwhile to be a better listener to me that's kind of self-evident like obviously who doesn't want to be a better listener right I don't know if you yeah. really need to convince people of that but then he goes into some tips. And one of the first one is listen to learn, not just to be polite. Often, whether realizing it or not, people listen to each other out of generosity, but not out of curiosity. Listening is good, but the intent has to be curiosity, not generosity. True dialogue does not happen when we pretend to listen. And it certainly cannot happen if we are not listening at all. I would definitely say there are frequent times that I'm acting like I'm listening and I'm not 100% sure what the person's actually talking about. <laughs> Again, the caring part kicks in. <laughs> I'm just being truthful. Uh, I am a curious person, though. I love looking things up. If someone talks about something, I like finding out about it. That's something I'm naturally curious. You know, you talked about Alberta Beach, and then I was like, hmm, what is the deal with Alberta Beach, right? Like, I'm just curious that way, right? Right. So, so that's a good thing. Uh, second point here says to quiet your own agenda. Says, turn off your own agenda. Really listen to what someone else is trying to say. We need inf information that is disconfirming, not confirming. If we ever finish a conversation and learn nothing surprising, we probably weren't really listening. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think? What do you think? I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm not alone. No, it's, 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 if we tell ourselves to just 
care about what the other person's talking about. And it's interesting what you can get out of it and what I, what I get out of it. I mean, working with customers at uh, my uh, previous place of employment, you know, at the golf course, it was quite interesting. And, and, you know, if they had a complaint, it was like, okay, so what is the real problem here? Let's listen through whatever, or if they were, you know, giving us praise for something. And, and it's, it was very cool to, to hear the conversation and instead of just getting, you know, defensive or, you know, all puffed up on, yeah, we're awesome. You know, it's like, okay, so let's, let's listen through what they're saying. It was cool, but I have to work on it because I have such a short attention span too. Are we done with this conversation? All right, let's move. I'm doing my very best <laughs> to just give you fully 100% the floor. I felt like interjecting about 17 times during that. That's hilarious. It's, that was, here's the problem for me though. As you were talking, I'm like, don't interrupt him. Don't interrupt him. Don't interrupt him. I can't freaking focus on what you're talking about because I'm telling myself, don't interrupt don't interrupt. Listen, listen. Well, maybe I should wear a hat that says, Darren, don't interrupt. And then while we're talking, you, all you see, you know, you have to, it's just, it, you're reading it on my cap the whole time, right? Maybe that would help. Another thing it says here is to ask more questions. What do you think about that, Ryan? About asking more questions? I'm using hmm. body language. I'm nodding my head instead of interrupting them. <laughs> and you're wiggling your hand. And you're you're s- signaling that I should be responding something coherent. <laughs> Fat chance. <laughs> <laughs> Another tip is to repeat back what you heard. What I heard? What you heard. Ah. Ah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Comes in handy in negotiations as well. Oh, tell me about that. You read a book about that, that you said was like mm. life changing, that negotiation book. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, written by um, an ex FBI um, international hostage negotiator. And he said, you know, what's funny is the same techniques that we could save people's lives get them out of these hostage situations. It's the same techniques you can use when you're talking to your buddy on a podcast. <laughs> wow. That's a really niche purpose there. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's basically every, any conversation is, you know, when you're, when you're discussing stuff and there, there are, there's a little bit of a negotiation there. Right. Um, Mainly it's for when you're, you're trying to make decisions, right? But it's just like the basis of it is good, you know, general things that we do when we care about the other person that we're talking to. Um, but if there's a difference of opinion or if we are struggling with the other person in some way, uh, how do we implement the same type of empathetic ways to connect with that person so that you can have a, a mutually beneficial conversation and negotiation as opposed to just saying, okay, so I'm just going to go 
go get my gun from the gun closet and make you understand what I'm talking about. Right. So. Right. People because you're saying he was a hostage negotiator. Like he was doing this oh, yeah. at a seriously intense level. Oh, and it was really cool in his book. It, it's called never split the difference. And I'm trying to remember his name right now, but it, you know, he, he, the, the stories he tells, I'll just look up the title a second. Go ahead. The, the story he tell the stories that he includes in the book, you can Google, like, he was one of the guys, if not the guy behind the stories that he tells in these, uh, in the, his book. And I, his name's just, just right there. I can't quite remember it because I have such, I short didn't want memory. to interrupt you. Yeah. I have such a short attention span. So, Oh, what is his name? Can I, can I say <laughs> I'm really trying to be a better listener, Ryan. Please respond, Darren. <laughs> It's hard for me to just, you were talking about that and I found his name and, you know, my normal tendency would just be to say his name immediately right in the middle of you talking, right? Which yeah. is disrespectful, yeah. right? It's just, it comes across as disrespectful. Well, I can see your eyes widening with anticipation of saying what you want to say. <laughs> That's where I always have that agenda, right? Like, okay. how do you not do that? What is how do you name? not have that agenda? Like while you're listening to someone talk. Darren, what's it's his name? It's hard for me. Chris Voss. Okay, that's it. Chris Voss. <laughs> and the guy, the guy, he tells us how they did it, how they saved lives, uh -huh. how they do slave, save lives to this day in negotiations. So they don't go in and go, well, we saved half of them. So that's good, right? <laughs> right. It is what it is. So he's that's like, what Trump would say, never split the difference, right? Mm -hmm. But it's how to be, how to connect with the other party person group empathetically showing that you actually care as a not agree necessarily but care about what's going on with them right that's all so not agreeing but showing that you care exactly empathy there you go it's not a hearing problem <laughs> it's an empathy problem <laughs> See, but right there, I just used one of the techniques. I repeated back what I heard. That's one of the techniques he has in the book. And it worked. You don't have to buy the book now. Yeah. So hopefully you felt like I was acknowledging you when I said that. Yeah, I, I feel very validated. Thank you. I'm glad. Uh, the last one it says here is to actually wait until someone is done talking before you respond. That's probably for me the hardest. It says when we begin working on a reply... <clears throat> before the speaker is finished, which I do all the time. I'm always thinking of a retort to anything anyone says as they speak. It says, when we begin working on a reply before the speaker is finished, we lose both the complete information being offered and an understanding of the kind of emotion present in the speaker's delivery. Hmm. My problem I'm, is... I'm, I'm done. Oh, okay. <laughs> my problem is, is I've got this, the video clips going through my head of something slightly related to what we're talking about or what you're talking about. And I sometimes find it funny and you can hear on the podcast, me laughing while you're talking about something that's not even remotely funny, but in my head, whatever is going on is hilarious to me. And so you can hear me chuckling and it's, it annoys me when I listen to our podcasts. I'm like, I got to be careful because it, if it's annoying to me, it's got to be bugging other people because of like, 
it Darren's not even saying anything funny and I'm laughing, right? Because I got some crazy picture of whatever's going on in my mind. So I, I don't interrupt because I don't want to sound like a moron because it will sound like I've, I've said some things out loud on the podcast. I'm like that wasn't, that was not even close to being related to or funny at all. Right. But it was going through my head and it was funny. So I'm self-censoring. That's what I got to do is increase the, the filter. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a filter, right? It's a, it's something where you're having to be, and even doing, listening to you talk, I'm having to be more conscious of, physically focusing on you and listening. And I have to say, it is not an easy task. And I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Well, here's here's something related to that. Um, why was the girl staring so hard at the carton of orange juice? I don't know, Ryan. Well, it said, concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one i like that one that's good oh hey uh, all right so you know when you go through like a grocery store um usually grocery store or the i don't know the donut shop um and they say hey would you like to donate you know a dollar for whatever right usually for kids. Um, and you know what they're doing is they're taking all the money that they've collected and then they use that in their advertising. Like we have raised this many million dollars for this charity. And it, it kind of irks me because it's like, but that's not your money. That was money from people that possibly felt a little bad about saying no because where we're at here in Alberta, Canada, we're, we're, we tend to be a little bit on the polite side. Like we're very angry on the inside, but on the outside, we're polite people. Right. And it's like, I feel it too. When I, when the person says, Hey, do you want to give the rest of your, you know, round up and give the, the change to whatever donate or a dollar here or there. It's, it's like, but you're not saying, Hey, thank you for giving it's hey this store our, our our brand has raised this much money for charity now it's a good thing they're they're asking people i i understand that like that's the balance to this the positive is they're 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 helping out in that regard and it's very interesting watching you just nod and not say anything. So, okay. So I'll keep going. Um, <laughs> you're caring. It feels so good. No. <laughs> I'm glad you're noticing that I'm nodding and listening better. <laughs> so, you know, that little voice in your, in your, your head that just says, you know, ah, oh, Ryan, it's just a dollar. Right. And in my head, it's like, no big deal. Huh? You Nobody know, says this, Ryan this, to me in my head. This, yeah. I don't have a voice in my head saying Ryan to me. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. You don't have the Ryan one. filter turned on? Darren, <laughs> Darren, Darren. So so one time recently I was going through and, you know, I, I every store, almost, it seems like every store is doing it. This young lady says, hey, would you like to give a dollar to the, the something, something, kids, something? 
And I said, no, I hate kids. And I kept my face real straight. <laughs> that was probably, she fell out laughing and I, it, it slipped out because before I could filter it, because I don't hate kids, not totally. Right. And it just, and I'm like, that totally worked. I need to do that more often because it's a way to say no, but be kind of like, who really hates kids? We were all kids at one point, right? It's like, kids are great as long as they're not mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the thing that irks me about that whole donation thing in stores. Okay. If I donate to a charity of my choice, say, you know what? We like to donate to the Humane Society. My wife loves dogs and cats and animals, and so we donate to the Humane Society. Okay? So let's say I donate, I don't know, I'll just make up a number. Let's say I donate $100 to the Humane Society. Tax time comes. I can file that I donated $100 to the Humane Society, and I get a tax break for that. I don't remember the percentage. I think it's like 30% or so. Is that correct? I don't know. I'm still stuck on the hundred dollars. Isn't that like worth putting two dogs down? <laughs> Sorry. Oof. That's what was in my head. <laughs> like, good job. You're helping the, keep the population <laughs> under control. <laughs> you're terrible. I, I'm telling okay, you, but this, that's not really this, my point. The stupid things going on in my head. <laughs> that's not my point though. Okay. So, okay. So it comes tax time. I've donated a hundred dollars to the humane society, helping put two dogs down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I get, let's just pretend it's a 30% tax deduction. I don't remember what it is. Let's pretend that's what it is. Okay. All right. Now I got a $30 tax deduction. Great. How about instead I'm a big company and everybody who comes in my store donates to the humane society. They don't get any tax write off, but me being the nice company that I am collecting this donation on behalf of everybody I get to put up a big poster that says, look how much money we raised. Darren, we need to start a store. <laughs> I don't point care what simply we sell. being this point being this, you are better off writing a check. I don't know who writes checks anymore these days. You're better off writing a check to the cause you believe in and donating directly to them. Get that tax receipt and use that as a tax deduction. Hmm. I was just True thinking, story. I was just thinking the last time I wrote a check, I finished writing the amount on and I looked at, I'm like, I don't think I've handwritten anything for like five years. I couldn't, I couldn't read my own writing. <laughs> I'm, like, writes an X. I'm like, I'm like, what? I can't even sign my name. What is wrong with me? It's like my hand didn't work. I'm like, holy moly. Like, yeah. I'm, now that you mention it. I don't know the last time that I actually physically wrote something down. It was embarrassing. I had to pull another check out. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know how to like, fill in the check? I, it's like I, I had a seizure trying to sign the check. <laughs> you draw like a happy face on the signature. I remember, I, I was remember, like, I, can I pay you? Can you pay you uh, like e-transfer or whatever? And the, the person said, I'll, no, we, we, we take checks. I'm like, what? 
Okay, I'll bring a jack. I didn't even think about it. Put it on the desk, grab the pen, barf something down on the paper. I'm like, what just happened? So I was like, my hand doesn't work. <laughs> Were you able to figure out the check? Oh, properly? I the second check I wrote slower. <laughs> it still looked terrible. It's like it's like I put it down on the ground and a chicken had ink on its on his little toenails and went scratch, 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 scratch across the check. <laughs> wow. I don't know if it'd be quite that bad for me, but yeah, I, I, I honestly can't remember the last time I signed a check or wrote a check. Hmm. So I was uh, looking into getting the snooze group podcast out to a larger audience. So I uh, posted on a couple of uh, Reddit subreddits on like a comedy subreddit and like podcast subreddit and within minutes we picked up listeners in india and brazil what really yeah yeah like that's so that's pretty cool but that's that's wild yeah let me look at the geographic regions a second here again yeah we've got a listener in Maharashtra, India. Welcome to the Snooze Group podcast. Wow. And another in Brazil. It hasn't got the location yet. It takes a little bit of time before it zeroes in on their actual like urban center or whatever. So, yeah. Huh. Growing. Slowly but surely. So it it must be like I when when I listen to things from you know around around the planet and and you know people have sayings or phrases or or humor that is is i'm not familiar with it's interesting to hear it explained like why do they find that funny right and i mean when you're listening to a show they don't typically stop and say okay so this is why we find this funny Mm, right. I see. Okay. So, so you're so, saying when it's from a different context, like a different culture? Or? Well, it, 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 the humor, I think because we can use things that we are used to here. I mean, there's, there's local humor, there's insider jokes, that, that kind of thing, you know, but like um, some of the, the really lame jokes that I'm, I, I'm telling, it's like, like if someone isn't familiar with skunks, right? So I'm going to tell a, a little j- skunk joke and they'd be like, Hmm, now we don't stop to explain it. Right? So here's the joke. It's, it's what did the skunk say when the wind changed? It smells like crap here. <laughs> no. <laughs> what did the skunk say when the wind changed? He said, Ah, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> okay. and, and it's like, it, we know skunks. We know they spray that way, but it's like pepper spray. When you spray it, the wind better be going the other direction or else it's coming back at you, right? So, yeah, it's it's very interesting for me. It's, you know, I, I'd, I'd like to learn about humor so that I could process my my thoughts to be actually funny. See, back back in a previous life when I was, um, you want to make your uh, own thoughts more amusing? Is that what you're saying to other people? To me, it's hilarious. Like you were reading something, you were reading about 
the last thing and I was already laughing about my signing the check because I I just instantly got teleported to to when I was trying to check and the, and the person's watching me just just like tear the check apart with the end of the pen because I don't write anything hardly ever right so <clears throat> years ago I um, um, my uh, life partner uh, at the time so part of your life partner yeah my part life partner um um decided to help me <laughs> and and for my birthday bought me a, a a adult education humor class <laughs> and, and what <laughs> So this and was like, like lessons in stand-up or like, something like this, that? This, this, Explain well, this to me. Explain it, it this was, class. It, it was a class. It was run by um, uh, one of the comedians that I find pretty, or like really funny. Uh, his name's Paul Sveen. And the guy, I mean, he knows how to write jokes very well. He, he knows how to bring the humor out and out of situations. And I, it was great because you can find humor in so many things. You can say things straight out and just say, here's how it is. Or you can say, this is how my, my twisted way of thinking about this thing is. And people go, okay, I see the relation. And that is funny because I never thought of it that way. Right. I think if there was a failing grade, he could have given me. I would have gotten it because I just like, I, I struggled. I was just like, I mean, listen to this podcast. You already know I struggle with it. Right. And, and so it's just struggle with what explain, what do you struggle with? I'm not funny. (laughs) (laughs) I find myself humorous, but translating that out to, to you is difficult because I have these, these, thoughts in my head and I just like blurt it out and it's like ah that wasn't as funny when I said it out loud so I'm going to keep my mouth shut more often I got to remember there's more than just you listening to me talking so that's the embarrassing part is I know there's other people hearing this conversation between you and I right so I just have to be careful I I've have to turn the filter up just a little bit more cuz I know when we're out for burgers we get laughing pretty good sometimes Right. So. So what I'm gathering from this is our ideal podcast would be the two of us sitting here in complete silence <laughs> or or someone else records us and we don't know we're being recorded and we could be the regular dumbasses that we are. <laughs> Interesting. Nice pause. I'm not saying anything. You don't have to listen anymore. <laughs> the listening is over. Now you can talk. <laughs> you don't like the new me? The new Actually, listening me? I think everyone that's going to hear this podcast is going to really dig the awkward silences. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay, a form of humor. Awkward silences are a form of humor. Okay, Ray, for like, awkward you know, silence? like The Office or whatever, you know, awkward you, silence. You ever seen a TV show, The Office? Yeah, I've, I've watched a little bit of it. 
like half the jokes in it are the awkward silent moments yeah like right now we're just going to stare at the camera and no one's going to hear anything ready yeah that's awkward isn't it <laughs> we last lasted three seconds <laughs> was it that long even no i just i know no one can see us making stupid faces at each other so Uh, so we're both in our basements right now. Why don't we live in the basement? Well, it is cooler. I know. Think of the green, uh, going green, like the idea of, you know, reducing our energy consumption. If Mm. we all just lived in our basements and i know not everyone has a basement but those of us who do you know the benefits are you ready for this i'm just pulling this out of my head it's cooler in the summer right so we need coolness to sleep you want to say something don't you i'm listening (laughs) i know okay so it's cooler (laughs) you can heat it if you like you've got great insulation factor because it's it's surrounded by soil dirt right you've got concrete walls around um yeah you can so you can control the the temperature better and the problem with air conditioning is and heating is our thermostats tend to be on the ground level at about chest height. And so when we heat the place, all the heat goes up to the, the second floor or third floor, or whatever size of house you have, probably a big house like that, you have more thermostats, but, and it fills that whole airspace up and all the rooms with heat all the way down to the thermostat. And still it's chilly downstairs. So we have to crank the thermostat even higher to get the basement warmer. And then the reverse happens with air conditioning and all the air conditioning goes down. The bedrooms on the second floor in our area, in, in our city, most of the houses have bedrooms on the second floor. All the cool goes down to the basement until, until it fills up, you know, kind of, you know, if you want to visualize filling up till it hits the thermostat and the thermostat cuts it out. But then if you want the bedrooms, bedrooms to be cold, cool enough to sleep, you have to crank it down even more. So I'm proposing we make a move to the basement save costs sleep better it's more soundproof it's darker because most of the windows are small and you can cover them up easily that's what i I mean it it makes sense i mean before we had i told you a couple episodes ago that carol and i invested in central air conditioning before we had that installed in the summer sometimes we did sleep downstairs in the basement because it was just a more comfortable place to sleep at night because it was naturally cooler right um i have family members who they actually designed their house opposite of what most people do they had all their bedrooms in the basement and then they had like their kitchen and living room upstairs but all their bedrooms master bedroom and extra bedrooms were all designed in the basement which makes a lot of sense because they didn't have to have air conditioning because really when you want to be cool it's at night when you want to sleep right yeah 
So that's, you know, and you look at, say, high rises, it's like, why are we building up into the air when instead they could build down into the ground? <laughs> it's, it's a valid point. Groundwater. I, I don't know if it's very funny, but... <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. I Groundwater. Know, I don't know if there's any humor in it, but... There are, there are missile silos down in the States that have, be, like, the missiles are gone. They've decommissioned them. And... They have these silo sites that are built way down into the ground mm-hmm. and they're, they're refurbishing them to be homes. Right. So there's this little itty bitty house, farmhouse type of thing above, you know, I'm guessing where someone stayed there to guard the, the area. But then there's this, this underground vertical cave that goes way down into the ground. And I saw that and I'm like, oh, that would be sweet. Mind you, I'm a guy. We like caves, don't we? For some reason. It's like man cave. That's that's I don't think that's a guy thing. No? You like you think women like that too? I think it has nothing to do with gender. I think it's totally gender specific. <laughs> I think we should take an online poll. <laughs> uh, Anyways, uh, no windows. Just one big hole at the top that you could probably put put a dome over. But it's all the way down, way down into the ground. The problem is groundwater. You have to have pumps going all the time (laughs) or you wake up floating. (laughs) Oh, so there's a lot of energy expended on groundwater again and keeping that out of there then. Yeah. Are you actually saving any energy then? Or Um, is it just a different use of the energy? No, this is just cool factor. This is, I want a house that when I come home, I can bungee jump down into my my home, or I could. Well, I would guess that I would guess it's not just a giant chasm that you're falling into. That's your home. I'm sure there are floors. Now you check it out. There's no floors until you build floors. So <laughs> I just course, build. But you're gonna I, build I, floors. I would just I just have just the right cable, just the right bungee <laughs> that I could I could go down and do. Who who was it? Was that? Was that a uh, uh, Mission Impossible where he bungeed down? Yeah, and then r- right at the 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 extent, like fully extended, he just shot something in the ground or something, grabbed something, and then released. And like that would be me every day. I don't know. See, the problem for me, and this is where it all falls apart, is people like daylight. Not living with any daylight would be very depressing. I'm sorry, like I just couldn't do it. Mirrors. I could not live in a I could not live in a basement full time that didn't have daylight. Well, you'd have daylight, but it'd be like for thirty you seconds. You wouldn't a day. in a it'd silo. Be, yeah, because there's a hole in the top. It would just be like yeah, a beam of light. Yeah, the very top floor. It, the very no, no. top floor would have daylight. Don't don't build floors. Just have it at the bottom, and there'd just be the light. Well, would what be the like, hell is the point of that? What? You might as well just be ten feet underground. Then what's the point of being way down unless there's floors? Cool factor. <laughs> Super cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's bad of me as a listener, but that sounds like a stupid idea. Hey, that's okay. You don't have to live with me in the silo. The missile silo. I guarantee you these missile silos built for living in have multiple floors in them. Oh, probably. (laughs) In which case, everybody except top floor has no daylight. Yeah. Would you want to live like that? No daylight? Well, I'm in my basement right now. I have very little daylight as it is. 
Yeah, but you're not living down there full time. I'm like super vitamin D deficient <laughs> down here. <laughs> I can feel the issues rising. <laughs> He's got a giant Costco bulk order of vitamin D just to make it through the day. It's just my drip. I got it on a drip here. Of intravenous. <laughs> See, I don't know if I like being a better listener. <laughs> and it falls <laughs> apart in one episode. <laughs> I've tried it for 40 minutes. It's been excruciating. <laughs> it's difficult. Well, it's it's like, like physical it's, work. Yeah. Caring is hard work. <laughs> <laughs> the you, amount you know, of times <laughs> I wanted to interject and interrupt you. We, we've known each other for almost 20 years and you still don't care. <laughs> I care. Of course I care. This uh-huh. show's all about stupid stuff no one cares about. <laughs> oh. So. Wow. I think uh, that's 40 minutes. <laughs> As you bite your lip. <laughs> okay well maybe we should uh turn in for the rest of the day turn in as turn in in. that's going to bed but i'm not going to bed it's like four in the afternoon (laughs) but you're a napper you take naps all the time don't you no i i i dream about them i i am i fantasize about them all the time but for some reason i don't get to them regularly Really? I thought you took naps pretty much every day. Yeah, that's the goal. When I wake up, I'm thinking, wow, I am still tired. I'm going to have a nap today. And then things get in the way, like this podcast, and I can't have a nap. <laughs> I was going to have a nap today. And now that's, now if I go, if I fall asleep now, what's going to happen to me at, you know, when I try to go to sleep tonight? Be like, hey. Darren, it's 1 a.m. What are you doing? <laughs> so how often in a week would you say you nap? Less than once. Really? Okay, yeah. I always had the impression you were really into napping. I am. I talk about it all the time, as you know, but I almost never get one. I keep myself busy. <laughs> you got to move to like, uh, isn't it Spain, the siesta? Oh, Yeah. Oh. Do, the, do the afternoon nap thing. <sighs> that that would be great. I I think I could, you know, if everything just shut down, because right now there's there's too much going on throughout the day for me to just, you know, lay down. But I think about it. My dad was the the best napper. I remember hmm. he would uh, come into the house for lunch, and then he would lay down. And he would, and he'd be gone. He'd be on the couch or he, he would just lay down for 15, 20 minutes and he'd get up and he'd be ready to roll. So then when I started working with him and, you know, I'm a teen and he'd say, okay, let's lay down. Like, sure. Because I've, I'm on three hours of sleep, so I can sleep anytime I can sleep standing up in the corner. Right. And so we'd lay down and you know, that 20 minutes didn't even come close to helping me at all. All it would do, it'd be like shooting me with a tranquilizer. And then he'd say, Hey, let's go. 
And it's like, I could have just stood up and walked into the wall because I was not aware of my, I was out of it. Right. And I remember when he, he had, he would have things on his mind. He would lay down and I was, I'm certain there were times that we had our naps. Like he was on the, he was on the lazy boy. I'm on the couch. Less than 60 seconds. Something was on his mind, but I would just, I'd just be thinking, oh, good. It's so good just to be laying here for, and then dad would wake up and say, all right, let's go. Like what? How do you call that a nap? That's, I, that, what a ripoff. I'd be like, oh, okay. But my dad, I mean, if he could get 10, 15 minutes in, because he worked hard, like the guy mentally, manually, he just, he just went seven days a week. And so it was hard keeping up to him. I couldn't, but all he needed was that 10 to 15 minute recharge, battery recharge, and he was on his way. And I was I'm actually the same way. I really? can power nap. Yep. I, uh, say around this time of day right now, it's four 30 in the afternoon where we are and say, I'm feeling a little tired. I can go lay down. I will fall asleep in maybe a minute, two minutes. Sleep for 15 minutes. I just wake up. I don't need an alarm. And I feel better. Huh. Yeah. So you, when you take a nap, what is it? Like a, a two-hour nap is satisfying or what? Like what's a nap to you? Well, it depends how bad my sleep was the night before. But my naps are typically an hour to two hours. And, oh, see, that's and a long nap. There's, there's a time when... Like I'll know if, if I've been sleeping poorly lately, I'll take a two hour nap and I wake up and I force myself to get up and I'm groggy for 15, 20 minutes. Like I'm not able to drive groggy. Right. I'll just, I'm just like, Whoa, I, I haven't taken anything. I just don't wake up fast. And I know it's my, I'm, I'm, I'm in a sleep deficit issue. And that's what, that's what I'm working on right now with, uh, um, um, trying to deal with my sleep because I know sleep is super important or else I get a little nutty. And then I say dumb stuff on this podcast. So when you listen back to the podcast, you can probably tell which ones I'm sleep deprived in. It's like, Ryan, that wasn't, that wasn't, that didn't add to the conversation at all. Go back to bed. Like the part about putting dogs to sleep at the humane society, that part. That was just dark. <laughs> that was just dark. I'm fully awake right now. Am I? Well, doesn't it have to do with like your REM sleep or whatever? Like if you get into that REM phase and then it gets interrupted, that's a huge problem for your sleep cycle, I thought. Well, what I've learned through uh, um, a lot of experience this summer is increasing my water intake. You know, I've, I, I've upped my water intake because I, I think I was dehydrated like under, uh, under hydrating. So if I'm short on water during the day and I chug a liter to a liter and a half right before bed, there's a good chance my REM sleep is going to be interrupted <laughs> many, many times. I highly suggest not drinking a liter of water within an hour of going to bed, probably two hours or three hours even, because there's the resulting wake up calls. 
right? right? But I mean, you've known this for some time now, so just don't drink water after a given time. I never drank that much water before, right? And so now I'm just trying to hydrate to what what I should be taking in and what my thirst is actually now, right? Because I'm active. I I lose a lot of water during the day. But <laughs> I was like, holy cow. How many times did I... This spring when I started... I started increasing my water intake. I have to plan better because if I'm trying to make up with for lost water, you know, after that, you know, when around that bedtime of night, I pay the price. Now I haven't had any slip ups. By now, you know that that's the case. Like, why do you still keep doing that? I don't still do it. I just am telling you that I've educated myself thoroughly in the matter of not drinking too late before bed. (laughs) Okay. So you've learned that. That's good. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, you know, uh, um, I'm smart. I'm learning from my own mistakes, right? If I was wise, I would have learned from someone else's mistakes when they said, don't drink right before bed. (laughs) Right. So I'm not that wise. That's what I've learned. (laughs) Some people have to learn through experience, I guess. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, what do you think, Ryan? Was I a better listener today? You, you know, I, I think you were, you tried really hard, right? And, and you worked through, you know, I, I'm guessing there's a little bit of anxiety that, that was building as you were listening and uh, caring more, I could say. No, I know you care. I know you do. But uh, yeah, I mean, what we could do is um, just end this uh, podcast by interrupting each other for like 20 seconds and then cut off. Okay, sure. So, sounds good. So I was going to tell this joke. It's like, and then okay, we were, we were going to go talk about the So humor, I'm supposed to be talking then, at the same time as then, you? You know, we were caring about <laughs> the other person saying, but... You know, it's just, I, I, it's like, you know, what did the cake say to the fork? Uh, what did the cake say to the fork? Um, I don't know. I can't think of a, a punchline. Hey, you want a piece of me? Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay. Let's wrap things up. All right. Thank you for listening to the Snooze Crew. My name is Ryan. Oh, you're welcome. I did try to listen. <laughs> I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> and this is Darren. Hey. Have a good day. Enjoy your snooze. <laughs> if that's what you choose to do. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>